Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration amended the emergency use authorization and authorized a booster dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 shot for children ages 5 through 11. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, I think it's really important that we unpack this to show that, number one, children don't need any kind of COVID shot. And number two, the adverse effects and deaths are horrendous on children for this. And Pfizer's own study on the clinical data shows that, in fact, to be the case. Mm -hmm. But you know, what we found here is that the FDA and the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, have really been the lapdogs of the pharmaceutical companies. It is shocking to actually see that because you thought at one time, at least obviously I think the average person did, that these entities were looking at science and they were really looking out for the best interest of the American people with regards to health. You thought you could trust them, but you realize it's just about money. Well, and you realize that a lot of these committees are actually dominated by people currently in the pharmaceutical company and or they have had relations, past relations with Big Pharma. And so they're very heavily influenced by Big Pharma. For example, Tony Fauci. Yeah, Tony Fauci and the NIH, very much uh, involved in, in pushing these COVID shots. But what we also found, in fact, we did a press release on this some time ago, about all the drugs that were FDA approved that caused injury and death that ultimately were re-withdrawn by the FDA. Some of those, most of those were withdrawn not because of the FDA taking proactive action to protect the American health and of the people, but because of lawsuits against these drugs. Right. The difference between a typical drug and a, quote, vaccine drug is that vaccines, if you fall in that category, have legal immunity from lawsuits, which is a real problem. Other drugs, if they cause an injury or death, you can file suit against the drug manufacturer, and that's what happened in many of these other drugs. Many of them were promoted by movie stars and sports um, celebrities, um, and they were found out, I mean, some of these were Olympic athlete figure skaters that won Olympic gold medals, and they were getting lots of money from the pharmaceutical companies to promote some of these pain medication drugs or whatever it might be, and found out that these drugs were killing people and causing harm. And so lawsuits ultimately piled up, and the FDA, in most of those cases, were forced to reconsider. You know, Matt, let's take the swine flu vaccine, for example. You know, I can talk personally. My cousin was the first person in Florida to die from the swine flu vaccine. He was a young guy, fresh out of college, big stalking guy, took the shot, withered away because he got Guillain-Barre. They shut that down after 50 deaths. 50. Yeah, five zero. And now we still got this COVID shot. How many have died and now? And if you look back at the swine flu, it has a template similar to the COVID shot mm -hmm. uh, because they bypass the typical seven to 10 years of development and five years of testing. And they pushed it out to the public. And then the United States government had these uh, very 
shot promo type of uh, ads where they would literally show somebody getting the COVID shot and showing how, e or not the COVID shot, the uh, swine flu shot, showing how easy it was. So the government put money into presenting these propaganda ads. They pushed it out without proper testing. And after 50 deaths, they stopped it. They stopped it after 50 deaths. Oops, we made a mistake. <laughs> and it was a failed mistake that they stopped. Right, a deadly mistake. Deadly for, yes. But now when you look at COVID, we're talking about tens and tens of thousands of deaths. And they're still pushing them, and now they're pushing them on children. And they're talking about deaths on children. Who have natural immunity, who don't need a COVID shot. They're the least category of individuals in terms of age and health that would need some kind of COVID shot. Frankly, I don't think anybody needs a COVID shot. It's plain Russian roulette. And Somebody might say, well, I got a COVID shot, and it didn't have any adverse effects uh, at this point in time. Well, but it's plain Russian roulette. You have more people die and have adverse events from these COVID shots in one or two years, actually since they were deployed in essentially January 2021, than all of the vaccine shots over the 20-plus year period from June of 1990 to 2021. Right. And now you've got Moderna, who also recently submitted a request to the FDA for a two-dose COVID-19 injection for children, get this, ages six months to under six years old. Why does a six-month-old need a COVID shot? Well, research has shown that there's really no benefit to children getting the COVID shot. And in fact, the shots can cause potential harm, adverse effects, and deaths. According to Pfizer's own study trial data, the chance of death in children from the shot is 107 times higher than death from COVID. Why in the world would you give someone an injection? And the chances of death in getting that are 107 times higher. Take whatever the chance is and multiply by 107. That you have a 107 times higher chance of dying from getting what I'm about to put in your body then if you contracted COVID, oh, you know what? I think I think I'll take my chances with COVID. Yeah, you know that sounds a little bit more reasonable. Less than to me. one percent chance of death in adults, and I'm sure it's less than in a child who has natural immunity. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's from immediate death. What we don't know is the long-term effects. We're starting to see some quote midterm effects, the several-month effects, six-month effects. Uh, maybe even now we're getting close to the year effects of these COVID shots, uh, one of the things that we're seeing is an increase of um, neurological conditions that maintains long-term. We see an increase in heart conditions. Clotting. Mm -hmm. Clotting conditions that often remain uh, long after the shot. Uh, we see an increase in strokes, heart attacks, uh, where people just suddenly die, people that are otherwise healthy, people that go to bed, they don't wake up. You just don't see this, particularly with young people. You don't see this with athletes. You're seeing this on a global scale. You're seeing athletes mm -hmm. literally die in the middle of competition. You know, there was an article uh, last days or so, there was a marathon. 17 of those athletes all had gotten the shot. 16 of them passed out. One of them died. Yeah, and during the race, you can't, you don't know for a fact whether or not they got the shot, but most likely to run in that marathon, they probably did. Mm -hmm. 
you know, one of the German um, boxers who won world championships, he was coming out in the third round um, after going through two rounds. He was undefeated. He comes out of his corner. He literally, the round doesn't even begin. He, he stumbles down on one knee, falls over to his side, rolls over, and he's gone. He has a heart attack. Um, Germany has about an 80% vaccination rate. It's almost certain that he had been vaccinated because not only was he in Germany, but he was also part of this boxing competition, which requires it. Um, you don't see that. You've, you've been seeing that globally all over the world with these high-level elite athletes. You have the world record holder in deep dives. Now, he can't do deep dives anymore because he had the shot and he has lost his lung capacity as a result of the shots. Well, you know, you and I were at an event recently and they had a video montage of all these athletes falling over during these events. Highly in shape athletes, either professional or college athletes, falling over because they've gotten the shots. It was incredible. It, it was startling. And the man who actually did that as a trainer, an athletic trainer in the Hall of Fame, uh, because he ultimately pushed for 20 years uh, the idea of testing people for sickle cell. And uh, the athletic institutions pushed back. Finally, they realized what he was saying is absolutely true. And his tenacity ultimately has ended up saving the lives of many athletes because of mm -hmm. his science and technology and his research and in his vision. And now he has a whole other mission with these shots. Because he is concerned about what's happening to the athletes, mm -hmm. and he was the one who was showing that video. Right. Well, this situation with the FDA and the CDC having shots for children as young as five, all the way up through 11 years of age, and then Moderna has filed an application to begin those shots at five months to five years, five months old to five years, is absolute insanity. <laughs> Become aware of what's happening, not only with the COVID shots, but also your freedom. You can go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash vaccine. It's one of the most comprehensive web pages on all things related to COVID, the COVID shots, and treatment from COVID as well. Whether you're having long-haul symptoms or whether, in fact, you have had one of these injections and have certain adverse reactions. For more information, lc.org forward slash vaccine, where we have compiled a lot of research for your convenience. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.